0: Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal. Is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ I love you, and once again, here's today's message Be blessed Wow that, That's just a beautiful song it, It's really indes- it's an indescribable song Because the name of Jesus is indescribable What a beautiful name he is the name above all names, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and He wants to be Lord of Lord in your life. He wants to be King of Kings in your life. And so my question to you before we get into the word this morning, are you willing to open up to that? Are you willing to open up and to allow God the Father, God the Son, and God Holy Spirit to come into your life? Just open your heart right where you are. Because when you open your heart to Christ, your, your whole life changes. And I'm a witness to that. You know, I'm a witness to that. You know, we live in this culture now of, you know, is Jesus real? Is he fake? Or is he this? Or is he that? But I believe that Christ is real. I believe that he's real because of how my life has changed. And so, wow, what a great song to open up this this service with today, or open up this message with today. And um, I just want you to just make your home an altar. You know, just continue along in worship. You know, even though we're about to bring the word, I just want you to just continue along in worship. And so with that being said, we, we know that we are in a series this month called The Functions of a Healthy Church. The Functions of a Healthy Church. In week one, we talked about connection. In week two, we talked about community. week three, we talked about commitment. In week four, we're going to talk about something Um, that will build on the commitment that we talked about last week. So I want to use for a topic this week for the functions of a healthy church, clarity. Clarity. I want to use that this this morning. Amen. And I want to start off with this. You know, God has placed within each and every one of you a gift. And it's important for you to understand that gift because when you understand that gift, then you are fulfilled. But before we jump into the word, let's look from God in prayer. God, we love you. We thank you. We honor you for who you are. I pray that you move Lester Bell Jr. out of the way and that you allow Holy Spirit to speak through me to your people. We thank you that this message will come forth with clarity and boldness, Lord God, and it will fall on good ground in your people's heart, Lord God, and so that they will become clear in who you call them to be. So we love you. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I just want you to just type clarity in your comment section. Just type the word clarity in your comment section. And so I started off with this. God has placed within you a unique gift, and he's placed that within everybody. And so it is important for us to understand that unique gift, because when we understand that unique gift, then we are fulfilled in the will of God. See, a lot of times... People are not fulfilled in the will of God because they are unfulfilled because they hadn't tapped into their God-given gift. See, God has given you a gift. He may not have given you a gift of speaking. He may have given you a gift of playing, a, uh, playing an instrument. He may have given you a gift of administration. He may have given you a gift of prophecy. Whatever gift that God has given you, it is, it is lying dormant within you. And it's up to us to connect with a community of, 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 of believers, right? Because the church is the church, the Ecclesia church is a community, is the body of Christ, right? And we also are the body of Christ because the temple, we are the temple of God. Remember, we went over that in week one Ecclesia um, being the church, and then Neos being the temple of God. And so, oftentimes, listen to this, oftentimes in church, when we do not know our gift, we are unfulfilled. My question to you this morning, are you unfulfilled? Are you fulfilled at church? Do you just come to just be on the sidelines and just sit in the audience, hear a good word, or sit sit on your couch, hear a good word, and, and go home? Are you fulfilled in that? Because God has placed within you something unique that you are supposed to share with us to help us be able to advance the kingdom a whole lot better. Because remember, alone we go fast, but together we go far. In Christ, God wants us to go together, because when we go together, then we have more power than if we go alone. And so listen to this. Many times when you are not clear in your gifting and calling, it causes you to be out of the lane for which God created for you. So when you are not in alignment with the gifting and calling that God has for you, it causes you to be out of the lane that God created for you. See, a lot of times people are in church and they're out of the lane. And then what happens is they get burned out. And then you hear, man, the church burned me out. The church did this and maybe do all of this and do all of this. Listen, if you are in your gifting, you won't get burned out because your gifting is connected to your passion. And I I always tell people that with your passion, you can do that all day for free if, if you wanted to, because it's your passion. So for me, ministering is my passion. For me, teaching is my passion. And so since that is my passion, I don't look at it as me getting burned out. And so we all, listen to this, we all have our different lanes that God is giving us. And so it's important for us to make sure we stay in our lane because when we stay in our lane, then we can allow others to stay in their lane. Because oftentimes what I see in church is people get out of their lane and guess what happens? It messes up the person in that lane that that person was called to. And so it's important for us to know our gifting because your gifting, listen to this, your gifting is meant to be committed to community so that we all can benefit from it. So you have gifting within you. You see, God just didn't make you just to come to church. He placed a gift within you, and it's important, and we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about clarity, because you need to know your gifting, because when you know your gifting, then you can sow that into ministry, and guess what? Then you can help the ministry, you can have the ministry go further than it's ever gone before. And so I want you to take an introspective look within to see what God has called you to do. That's, that's the whole purpose of this message today, and I'm thankful that you joined us on live stream today. You could have joined a lot of other live streams. I know there's a lot of live streams today. So I appreciate you for joining our live stream today. So let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. So, man, it's so much. It's so much. It's so much I want to get to. I'm excited for this, for this, for this word on clarity. Um, see, we talked about connection. We talked about commitment. We talked about community. Because, remember this, when we are committed to community, committed to growth and committed to, cl- to clarity, then it will make the church become healthy. Well, I'm saying it again. When we are committed to community, when we are committed to growth and we are, when we are committed to clarity, then it will make the church become healthy. See, I know a lot of people have been in church today and they've, they've seen unhealthy churches. I've, I've seen unhealthy churches. I've been a part of unhealthy churches but God is calling for the church to become healthy so that we can go out into the world and reach the lost. Until the church becomes healthy, we won't be able to go out and reach the lost. So in order for the church to grow healthy, we must all know our God-given gift so we can help build one another, and I just said this, reach the lost. And so healthiness, health, health, health is important. They say health is wealth. It really is because Health is not only wealth in our physical body, but health is wealth in the church as well because when we are healthy, then we can help others become healthy. And guess what happens? We make the, we make the king look good. And so let's, 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 let's jump into our points for this morning. And point number one, in order for us to flow in our gifting, we must have clarity in our relationship with Christ. In order for us to flow in our gifting, we must have clarity in our relationship with Christ. See, many people come to church, but not many people have a proper relationship with God. Many people come to church. many many people um, watch church online. Many people um, watch church at their home at their, at their home. Many people come to church and they don't have a relationship with God. And so it's important for us to have clarity in our relationship with God, because when we have clarity in our relationship with God, then we, we are able to see how God created us. And that's important for you to see how God created you because God created you unique. There's not another human being, spiritual being on the earth quite like you. There is none, period. And so when I have a relationship with Christ, then I understand that my relationship with Christ opens up that there's a unique piece of God within me that I need to bring out into the world. And so, listen, listen, listen. Many people participate in church, but not many people know God. See, many people have roles in churches. You know, they, 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 they found their role. You know, they found what they're passionate in. But listen to this. You can't have God's results without God. And so the results that you're looking for, you need God. And so and you can serve God. Listen, listen, this is good. I know you keep hearing me saying, listen, I think that's my new word now. Listen, 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 listen. Right. You can serve God and not know him. What? How? How is that even possible? Let's go to First Samuel, chapter three, verse one. First Samuel, one Samuel, chapter three, verse one. And this is what it says. It says this. It says, meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now, in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare, and visions were quite uncommon. So I want you to jump down to verse 7, where it says this, Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. Now, you probably didn't even know that was in your Bible. Now, Samuel was serving the Lord but he did not yet know the Lord. See, a lot of people are serving the Lord in church, but they don't know the Lord. And so they think that me serving the Lord, they think that I will be saved by my works. But you're not saved by works, you're saved by grace. And so it's important for us to understand that we are saved by grace. And so it is important for us to have an encounter with God, because when we have an encounter with God, he can clarify our purpose. When we have an encounter with God, He can clarify our purpose. So when you walk with God, He will show you why He created you. When you walk with God, He will show you how, how, why He created you. When you talk with God, He will show you why He created you because remember, God created you with a purpose in mind. He created you with a purpose in mind. God created you as a solution to a problem, and so if God created you as a solution to a problem, then that means that I need to have clarity in my relationship with God. Because when I have clarity in my relationship with God, then God will lead me. Holy Spirit will lead me. And that's what we're going to talk about next month in our series next month, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit will lead you to the right people for you to have an effect on. And so everything God created was for meaning, including you. So God did not make a meaningless, a meaningless act. So those of you who are watching me right now, you are not a meaningless act. God created you for purpose. God created you for meaning. God created you for a reason. And it's important for you to know that God created you for a reason, because when you know that God created you for a reason, and you have, a, you have clarity in your relationship with God, then you have power. And so this is why it is important. This is why church, listen to me, this is why church... It's important because when you are in a life-giving, kingdom-teaching community, you get to experience those who are walking in their gifting and calling. See, church is not obsolete. Church is is not non-essential. Church is essential. Because in church, you get to see people moving in their God-giving, gifting, and calling. And that's important for you to see. It's important for you to see. So when we have clarity... On our relationship with Christ, he will teach us that it is is okay to be different. I used to always think like, man, why did God make me so different? But now I understand because I have clarity in my relationship with God. And since I have clarity in my relationship with God, then I understand that it's okay for me to be different because God did not make cookie cutter people. I want this person to be like this person. I want this person to speak like this person. No, God created us for a reason. And so I used to want to hide my differences because I thought that being different was bad. I used to think that all the time that being different was bad. But when my relationship with God was clarified, I began to open to the beauty in which God created the earth. And so God created snakes in multiple colors. See, I wish I would have took a picture of this in Costa Rica. We saw a yellow eyelash viper. Right? You were like an eyelash viper. We used to see in black snakes. We're used to seeing like copperhead snakes, but we're not really used to seeing yellow snakes with eyelashes, right? And so when I saw that, God reminded me that I made you different for a reason. See, I didn't make you a cookie cutter. And so there are multiple snakes with multiple colors. There are multiple fish with multiple colors. So if there's multiplicity in the different type of animals, different type of leaves, you know, different type of grass, if there's multiplicity in that, then God also created you different. And guess what? It's okay. It is okay. And so if God made all these unique things in multiple colors, that means that there is only one you with a unique gifting and calling from God. There's only one you. I said it earlier. It's only one you. And so it's okay to be different because God created you that way. And so when your relationship with Christ grows, you learn that God created you for such a time as this. So God puts you in this time to be a solution to a problem. God puts you in this time so that your purpose could be fulfilled while on earth. See, you're here on purpose for a purpose. I know we hear, we hear that churchy colloquialism. We hear it all the time. You're here on purpose for a purpose. You really are. You really are. And so you have a unique gifting within you. And so your relationship with Christ matters because it will bring clarity to your gift. Your relationship with Christ matters because it will bring clarity to your gift. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. And this is what it says. It says this, And he has generously given each one of us Supernatural grace according to the size of the gift of Christ. So Christ has generally listen to this, this is not part of Scripture, but Christ has given, generously given us a gift. He's generally given us a gift. So I want you to just jump down to verse 11 through 13, and this is what it says in Ephesians. we're still in Ephesians. And he has appointed some with grace to be apostles and some with grace to be prophets and some with grace to be evangelists, and some with grace to be teachers, and some, well, I can't read, some with grace to be pastors, and some with grace to be teachers. And their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy, holy believers to do their own works of ministry. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. These grace ministries, will function until we all attain oneness in the faith, until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. And finally, we become one perfect man with the full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed in the abundance of Christ. So a lot of times, listen, a lot of times people think that the pastor is supposed to do everything but that is out of order according to the scripture, according to what the scripture says. Some, so, so there's apostles, there's prophets, there's evangelists, there's pastors, and then there's teachers. And so what the pastor's job is supposed to do is supposed to, to lead, feed, and guide the sheep. And so when the pastor leads, feeds, and guides the sheep, then the sheep in their gifting is supposed to Um, It says this, and their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. So ultimately, we are to work together. So when we work together, we will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. See, if we're all doing our own thing and we're not working together, then we're really, we're really messing up the function of the true church. And so God wants us to, to work together. He wants us to be a community. He wants us to be connected. He wants us to be committed. He wants us to have clarity in our gift because once we do all of those things then we can effectively build the church. And so we are here to advance the kingdom. One cannot do all the advance and the pastor cannot do all the advancing by himself. And so we have to work together to advance the kingdom of God. And so it's important for us to work together because when we work together, then we go far. Because alone we go fast. I know you're going to keep hearing me me saying this throughout the series. Alone we go fast, but together we go far. And so when we have clarity in our gifting, we can help one another bring glory to God's name. When we have clarity in our gifting, we can help one another bring glory to God's name. See, right now, you can't see, but behind but behind you, rather, behind this camera, there are people making sure that the camera runs smoothly, that the scripture runs smoothly, that the graphics run smoothly, that everything runs smoothly because they're moving in their gifting and their calling. And so since they're moving in their gifting and their calling, then that makes things move smoothly. But if, if the person was like, well, I want to do this, or I want to do this, or I want to be on the screen, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, then if we, we had chaos, then we could really, we, if, if we had chaos in front of this camera right now, then you would probably, you would probably tune out and be like, this, this is way too much for me. I need to go find another church live stream to look at. So when you have clarity in your gifting, you will not be in competition with anyone else. When you have clarity in what God has called you to do, there there will be there will be no competition, because we are here to complement one another. We are here to to work together. And so, when we have clarity in our gifting, then we complement. But when there's no clarity in our gifting, guess what happens? We compete. We backbite. We talk about people. We we judge people. We mean. You know. You know. I, you know what I notice sometimes. I notice that. That Christians can be some of the meanest people, and I often wonder, are they operating in love or are they operating in flesh because if you're operating in love then you're going to you 're going to love everybody you 're going to love everybody as Christ loves you because you miss the mark sometimes too you, you you're not you 're not a perfect being you you know no sin like christ you you sin at times, and so I don't really understand. I know this is a rabbit trail. I don't really understand how, how we, we say we're God-loving, but we hate our brother. So it's important for us to really love people. It's important. For, I don't know who that's for, but it's important for us to really love people. So this is what it says in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. We're going to continue along in this. It says this, and it's continue along with what, what we read earlier. It says, and then our immaturity will end. Wow. I, th- I think this I think this connected to this because a lot of times in church, people are immature. And they are immature because they have not had clarity in their relationship with God and they hadn't had clarity in their gifting. And so it has made them immature. It, it's made them feel with pride. It, it's, made, it's puffed them up. It's made them mean. It's made them judgmental. It's made them sit on a throne. But the scripture says, and then our immaturity will end. And so it's important for us to come together and be clear on our relationship with God and be clear on our gift because our maturity will end when we submit our gift to the ministry that we are committed to and we are connected to the, to the community that we are connected to and we will see the church grow. And so it says, and then our immaturity will end and we will not be easily shaken by trouble nor led astray by novel teachings or by the false doctrine of deceivers who teach clever lies. But instead, we will remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. All our direction and ministries will flow from Christ and lead us deeper into him, the anointed head of his body, the church. Verse 16, for his body has been formed in his image, and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one and every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all and these gifts operate effectively through the whole body we are built up and made perfect in love god wants to make us perfect in love god wants what i gifting he wants the gifting that is within us to, um, it says, it says, and every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. So your gift is not just for you. It's for the growth of all. It's for the growth of all. See, my gifting, my gifting of, of being a pastor, of being a teacher, it's not just for me. It's not just to teach myself. And I, you know, I love to read. It's not just for me to read and get out of knowledge and never tell you anything. It's for me to share with you so that you can grow because that's what is, is growth. Growth Growth is important. Because when you stop growing, guess what happens? You start dying when you stop growing. And so growth is important. So your divine gift will contribute to the growth of all. And so this is why we need you to use your gift here at NBCC, because you are significant. So your significance is important to us. Your significance is important to me. Your gifting is important to me, because when you sow your gifting into the house, it helps the growth of all. And so this is not a, this is not a Lester Bell, this, this, is, this is what the Word of God says. And so let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 through 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 7. And this is what it says. It says, it is the same Holy Spirit who continues to distribute many different varieties of gifts. The Lord Yahweh is one, and he is the one who apportions to the believers different varieties of ministries. The same God distributes kind, kinds of, distributes different kinds of miracles that accomplish different results through each believer's gift and ministry as he energizes and activates them. Each believer is given continuous revelation by the Holy Spirit to benefit not just himself but all. So, the revelation that God gives me is not just supposed to benefit myself, it's supposed to benefit all. And so, we are to use our gifts to help one another, to serve one another. See, your gifting is important. Your gifting helps you become spiritually mature. And when you sow your gifting into the house, then it helps everybody grow. And guess what happens? It's a win win. Remember, we talked about last week that. That when you are committed to the house, it's not just a win for the house; it's a win for you as well, because it's hard for you to grow in the things of God by yourself. And so that's why it's important for you to be committed to community. Because when you are committed to community, then you can grow, and that's what is, is growth is important. You're going to hear me say that growth is important. And so let's go to First Peter chapter four, verse ten through eleven. First Peter chapter ten, verse eleven. And I'm not going to be before you long. This Sunday. What? Just give me about an hour and a half. I'm just joking. I won't be here that long. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10 through 11. And this is what it says. It says, every believer has received grace gifts. So use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many colored tapestry of God's grace. Did you hear that? It says, so use them, use your gifts, to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many-colored tapestry of God's grace. God's grace is, is, is many-colored, Is multiples, is, 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 there's multiple colors to his tapestry. Verse 11 says this, for example, if you have a speaking gift, speak as though God were speaking his words through you. If you have the gift of serving, do it passionately with the strength God gives you. So that in everything, God alone will be glorified through Jesus Christ. For to him belong the power and the glory forever throughout all ages. Amen. So your gift is significant. Your gift is a grace gift, a gift given by God through grace. So your gift is a grace gift. So let's, let's, let's do a little recap. We are to have clarity in our relationship with Christ, which will then lead clarity in our gifting, and it will lead us to this, and I'm going to end on this point. I'm not even going to read the scripture that goes with this point. It it, It will lead us to clarity about our commission. So it is important for you to have clarity in your relationship with Christ, have clarity in your gifting, because when you have clarity in your gifting, it will lead clarity about our commission. And we're gonna talk about that next week. Whoo, man, that was that was that was really good. Tell y'all we're gonna be before you long, because I just I just believe in giving you the word straight from the scripture. You know, because when I give you the word straight from the scripture, then that's what it's about.